you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to the 300 something episode of the Master Plan. I don't I don't I don't keep track anymore folks because well I do but I I pretend like I don't so it makes like make it makes it seem like I don't care as much as I actually do. Um but I really I really actually do care. Um that's just like maybe I think that the part of me that that maybe has been a little bit too uh you know I think I think I just think I'm cool at this point. Anyways, enough about me thinking I'm cool because there is one city in America who has been given everything this year because I guess the sports gods have determined that they must get all the good teams and have left all the bad teams for everyone else. That would be Philadelphia. And guys, you know when we talk Philadelphia, we bring Jack Morgan on. Jack, welcome back to the show. It's great to be on, Michael. Thanks for having me. So Philadelphia, they had the Phillies go all the way to World Series. Now, they did end up losing. Um, however, 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 um, they made it to the World Series. That's pretty good. Okay. They have yeah. the 76ers who are, you know, I mean, listen, they're not one of the best teams in the NBA right now, but they're good. They're going to make the playoffs. Hey, they're going to be fine. Work it out. I'll promise you this, they will work it out. They will be, by the end of the year, I say there will be at least 15 games about 500. You can take that one to the back. Okay, okay, very interesting take. And then finally, um, the one team that maybe is uh, the best of the bunch, and we're going to discount the Flyers because they don't count. Um, you should discount the Flyers. Um, although they did beat the Devils, so I'll give them that. <laughs> I'll give them that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's rough. Anyways, the best team in Philadelphia right now, the team that is making everyone happy um, in the city, um, causing fewer riots, fewer homicides. Well, actually, I don't know about that. But the Eagles. How about the Eagles? 12-1 and on the season. Their only loss coming to the Commanders in one of the weirder games of the season. It was just – I mean, somehow, you know, whenever the Commanders play an uh, – an undefeated team. They just they just win, I guess. I don't know why. It just, it's just what happens. Um, now, Jack, as an Eagles fan last season, right, it, it's been a couple – it's been an interesting past few years, right? You had you had Carl Wentz and his quote-unquote MVP season before he got injured. Then you win the Super Bowl that year with Big Dick Nick. And then Carson Wentz sucks, and then you trade him away, and then you get a new coach. You, get, you lose Doug Peterson, you get a new coach. Um, and then last year you make the playoffs, but you get smoked in the first round by Tom Brady. And now the team is the best team in the NFC, top team in the league by record right now. Um, and what's your take? I mean, what's it been like? It's, it's 
it's been a roller coaster. Um, I think a lot of people forget that that what that year after after the Alshon Jeffrey drop in 2018, the divisional round when the Eagles did lose um, to the Saints, it was after the you know the double doink. They come back that next year, and with four games left, Carson Wentz needs to win all of them to get his team into the playoffs. He does that. He might, and then he gets injured in the first game against the Seahawks. So you're going into 2020, and you're like, you know what? Carson Wentz might be able to do something here, quite frankly. And then he just he's worse than anyone could have imagined. And that sends you right into just chaos. Just an absolute tailspin, really. I mean, that it, I think – the downfall of Carson Wentz is something that in five or ten years, people will be talking about the guy who legitimately was an MVP frontrunner. Oh, 30 30. And then in four years, he's backing up Taylor Heineke on the Commanders. It's like, what happened? Like, how did how did you get from here to there? Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. And we've talked a lot about Carson Wentz on this program and and his love for being the hero on the team and how that works occasionally, but most of the time it's just it leads to losing. Um, but now you have Jalen Hurts. Now, last year, my characterization characterization of Jalen Hurts, I already told you this, but the audience knows as well. But my characterization characterization of him was he is not a very good thrower of the football. This season, yeah. that's changed. I mean, I gotta admit, like he's not the best thrower in the league. I think I mean listen, he's a was a third or fourth year in the NFL. Like he's never, he, obviously. Oh, yeah. And he's, it's never going to be his thing where he's going to stand in the pocket all game long, you know, game after game after game. But I'd say he's definitely at least an above average quarterback throwing the football in the NFL. Like, he is very talented with his arm. I think, I think he's a, he makes a lot of good decisions. He doesn't turn it over. And on top of that, he might be the best running quarterback in the NFL. I think maybe in terms of like Lamar might run more, but I think Jalen Hurts is probably a little bit smarter and maybe yeah. a little bit more elusive. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say. They're a little bit different of, uh, in terms of runners, but I'd say Jalen Hurts is way more effective as a runner than Lamar Jackson is. And combine them with the ability to actually throw the ball pretty well Jalen Hurts is definitely a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I think he's probably playing like a top five quarterback in the NFL this season. I think some would put him up even higher. Some would say he's top two and not two. So what's your take on Jalen Hurts this season? You know, it's funny because me and my college. Hey, Jack, can you repeat that for me? Sorry, we lost you for a second. Can you just repeat that? So me and my college buddies were talking about Jalen Hurts and where he is ranking in terms of the quarterbacks this year. And they're all hesitant to put him in the top five. And I don't think he should be. I think this year Jalen Hurts has been a top five quarterback in the league. I mean, let's count. Let's count. You got Josh Allen. You got Mahomes. In no specific order here, just laying them out. Right, right, right. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Herbert hasn't had a great year, you know. I mean, I don't think you can. I, I don't think you can definitively like listen when I when I say Herbert or Hurts. This based off of this year, I think Herbert is an extremely talented quarterback. 
But I, I think Jalen Hurts is having the better season this year. I mean, and that's again, I, I'm a big Justin Herbert guy too. I mean, oh, me too. Yeah, I do. I, I think he's probably if Jalen Hurts, he's definitely top five. I, I don't think I could name five quarterbacks who I could say this guy is having a better season 100. percent I think. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I look at lists all the time. Lists come out like, like I think Hurts is having a better season than Geno. I think he's having a better season than every quarterback in the AFC South. I think he's yeah. having a better season than every quarterback in the NFC South. Um, like, I think he's playing better than Tua for sure. I think he's playing better than Lamar for sure. Um, I mean, I think the only guy who you might – like, I think Kirk Cousins is probably like five for me this year based off of strictly, again, play this year. Um, I think Kirk Cousins for me is five. So, that, I mean, I think – Jalen Hurts is at least inside that top five. I don't. I don't think there are any quarterbacks again that I look at and say, okay, Jalen Hurts is yeah. playing worse than these guys. I think the only guys you could definitively say, hey, we're putting him above him, are Allen and Mahomes. And I don't even think, I don't think you can say that. I think, I think Jalen Hurts right now is 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 at least in my opinion, he is the MVP front runner with what's he, what he's doing. I mean, there is it's, it's call a spade a yeah. spade, like it's what he's doing. I think a lot of it also, yeah, he has, he has great, great weapons around him. I think a lot of people do. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, they use that to discredit him. Like, oh, he has this. If he was on this team, oh, he would, he would say, <clears throat> no. It's called using them to your advantage. And here's the thing. Jalen Hurts is now this quarterback where he can run with it, and he's in danger running with it. So you better have a spy on him. But also that takes a guy out of coverage, and he is able to throw the ball very well this year. So right. Jalen Oates became has become that um, that double threat that you really need to that you are really scared of right now if you're a if you're the opposition because it you almost at times feel helpless. Yeah, and, and I, I kind of I don't like I, I don't like when people I think there are certain case scenarios where you can say okay. You look at a quarterback like Tua, and you can definitely say, "Listen, it's the talent around him that makes him a better quarterback." Like Tua is, yeah. Tua's bringing that team down. But no, you don't see people talk about Joe Burrow. I mean, he's got improved offensive line. Yeah, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Look at Josh Allen. He's got Stephon Diggs. He's got three running backs now. He's got his offensive line's not bad. I mean, he's got a uh, Gabe Davis. Like. You don't ever see guys talking about, oh, these guys have talent around them too. So I look at Jalen Hurts and I say, well, listen, he had a good year last year, but he definitely improved as a passer this year, and they added one big weapon for him. It's not like the offensive line definitely got a little bit better, and obviously some pieces got better. Quez Watkins is definitely better, and and Devonta Smith is definitely better. But like like Jalen Hurts got much better as a quarterback. So I love what the Eagles are doing offensively. How much of an impact has Jalen Brown had on this team this year? Um, a huge impact. You got to look at it in multiple ways. Number one, you got a wide receiver one. And that's huge. And you have a solidified, bona fide wide receiver one. And then, because last year was Devontae Smith. And Devontae Smith's a rookie. He's still got a lot to learn. And now he's got a lot, still got a lot to learn, but he's learned it from a star, a pro bowler this year and pro bowler in previous years from, yeah, that guy, A.J. Brown. And now he's able to slip back into that wide receiver two um, position and there's not a lot of pressure on him. It's not like 
he's going out there every day, sorry, every week, and the best cornerback from each team is facing him. He's able to, when they focus on A.J. Brown, that means Devontae Smith is going to have a day. Right. Then when you try to focus on him and take away Devontae, then you leave A.J. Brown in single coverage, and that is a disaster. And they have, and A.J. Brown is quite frankly exposed at this year. Right. And that too is, those two are kind of like a tag team. And Jalen Hurts, it's, 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 I would imagine it's fun for him just picking one or the other. Right. I, it's so nice when you're when you're a wide receiver on a team and you get a really good wide receiver added. It's like, wow, so maybe I won't be covered like like a <laughs> like a blanket all day long. Like I can actually get some targets. Like and and I think the Eagles are a really well-rounded team. Like it's crazy because I think defensively they're 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 definitely very solid defense. I don't think they're a they're a top five defense but they're they're very solid defensively i think they do a lot of things they get some crucial stops they don't get a ton of turnovers but they got guys who can cover they obviously have darius slay they have some good interior guys they have some good linebackers like what what, what do you think of the defense this year compared to past years and and do you have any concerns for it or are you pretty confident in what the eagles defense will be able to achieve for the rest of the season I think I, I think it's more of um, kind of up and down for me because I don't think they're as consistent. I remember the first, you know, the first five or six weeks, great. And then the run game, the run defense kind of slipped up. And for weeks on end, I was telling people, if there's anything that could bring this team down this specific week, it could be the run defense. But then you go up against Derrick Henry – and you shut him down. I mean, he did nothing in that game. And they, he, you beat. I I agree. I I, to 10. I agree with you, but I I really hate looking at Tennessee. At this point, I hate looking at Tennessee as my comparison game to say, oh, this team is a good team because of this game, right? Tennessee to me at this point. I'm just saying. We're talking about elite running backs here. Yeah, but I think it's completely different though, because because you look at. Tennessee's offense this season. It's the most one-dimensional offense in the league, right? Yeah. They, they, if you stop the run, you stop the Titans. Like, that's literally like, – they're the easiest team to beat if you can do that one thing. Like, you, all you got to do is commit more guys. Like, is Tannehill really going to be lobbing the ball up to Robert Woods or Nick Westbrook, Akine? Like, all, no, that's not going to happen. Like, it's just not how the Titans work as an offense. They're a play-action-based offense, and – the issue is, is because now you guys have AJ Brown and not them. Tannehill has no one to throw the ball to. And, and here's the thing: I wouldn't say this, and I wouldn't be as shocked if we didn't allow however many yards to. Um, let me look it up now because we allowed 139 yards of Damian Pierce on Thursday Night Football to the Texans. We got gashed. Right. And you come off of that game. And you're looking like, and you're looking, and you're like, oh gosh, this run defense is in severe need of help. And they got help. They mm-hmm. got Linval Joseph. They got Sue. Again, Jordan Davis back. So hopefully, you know, hopefully they start to um, get things going again on the right. run defense. Now, now let me ask you: the Eagles are the first team officially in the playoffs. Although, I mean, we know they're going to be playing other teams, right? Um, yeah. In the NFC, which team are you most afraid of 
to play against at any point in the playoffs? Not a slight on your Vikings, and I can tell you all why I'm not scared to play them. But I'm more scared of the Niners and the Cowboys. Okay. I know it's like, oh, you shouldn't worry about the Cowboys and the... The, <laughs> you shouldn't worry about the Cowboys. I know, I know. Cowboys after week 19, folks, are a completely different team. <laughs> or week 18, excuse me. But yeah, keep going. And I'll be I'm completely honest here. As an absolute Cowboys hater, they are a talented team. They're not a team to be taken lightly. Same with the Niners. Even though they have Rock Purdy, I still call them Dirty Purdy. Dirty Purdy, baby. Um... You gotta watch out for that. I call I call them Big Cock Brock, but that's just me. That's a nice one. Actually, Actually I didn't even come up with that. That was uh, yeah, I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. come up with that. I can't take credit for that. I can't. I can't. I'm too nice. That's what would scare me. Even though, yeah, probably gonna be at the We're probably gonna have that home field advantage. Right. Knock on wood, but it's looking pretty damn good right now. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't see the Cowboys winning, and I, I don't see the Vikings overtaking um, the Eagles. And, and and by the way, as a Vikings fan right now, I look at the Eagles and I say, okay, look at the NFC yeah. playoff picture. It, it's kind of to me, it's a little bit of anyone's game, really outside of the Eagles. Like, I look at the Vikings and their defense is horrible. Like, it's awful, right? You look at the Cowboys. Look at the Cowboys. Not only are they the Cowboys, but Dak Prescott's having a horrendous season. So I feel like if yeah. you're able to put put up points, like, I, I mean, like Dak is not – he's not been good. I, I know, I've, I've never thought he's been a great quarterback, but he's not even been good this season, yeah. right? The Niners obviously – right. The Niners are obviously a good football team, but they're starting a guy who's made two starts in the NFL. And I get people think he's good, but, like – Wait till people get some film on him and not just have him play like one game and or two games. Yeah. Like it's a very different story. So, and I know I by the way, kudos to what he did last night, but I, it was like watching the the Seahawks defense for weeks 1 through 5 last year last night. It was like Yeah. Where is everybody? Like where did they go? <laughs> like like George Kittle was like it's like the social distancing again. Like no one was within 6 feet. Like I'm serious. Like it was crazy. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 wild, honestly. How the how he's played well, you know. I don't think we can uh, take that away from him right now. But I think once you get into the playoffs, and maybe just maybe if they get that two seed, and the Seahawks somehow somehow slip their way in, that's going to be the second time the Seahawks play Brock Purdy. They're going to get that film on them. Yeah, and you know, Pete Carroll is coming into that game heated, bro. Pete Carroll always comes into games like that. He's a he's a monster, all right? He's yeah, I'd like to see how that one goes for him before we start praising him as much as we... By the way, the Niners time. won by eight points last night. Like, let's not, like, overreact to, like, it was a massive they're victory. Like 20, it was like 21 to 6 in the fourth. So yeah, I mean, like, so... They played well. Right, but when we look at the Eagles, though, Right, I feel like every team in the NFC you can pick out. Okay, this team has this problem. Right, the NFC South is just bad. Uh, the Giants have Daniel Jones. Um, the Commanders are the Commanders. I mean, they're just they're they're just Commanders. But you look at the Eagles and you say, okay, I mean, 
do they like are they a flawed team like sure every team has flaws this year i don't think any team is perfect but it seems to me that the eagles don't have this big glaring flaw that i can look at and say i could see this team losing because of that reason do you agree with that or do you think there is something to the eagles team that you could point out and say wow that concerns me i've been saying that this is one of the most complete teams i've seen in my time as an eagles fan i don't i don't think 2017 was as complete as, as this team. That team won a Super Bowl. Shut so up! God, however, always bringing up 2017 and that Super Bowl. Now relax, all right? We get it. People ask me, they're like, oh no, 2017 was obviously better. They won a Super Bowl, right? No, no. They had, they were they were bad at quarterback. They were so bad. That's why they allowed like 500 yards in the Super Bowl because Jalen Mills was their CV1. Yeah, I mean... Said. That was actually, I think, the most yards ever thrown by a quarterback in Super Bowl history. So Tom Brady gashed. Tom Brady killed us. Tom Brady had a great game. Had it not been for what was it, Chris Long or whoever stripped Sack Brady? Yeah. Graham recovered by Derek Barnett. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, I mean, I feel like we all know the story how that one ends. Yeah. Yeah. Brady goes for six hundred yards. Final moments, and I seven uh, touchdown passes. No, but like I agree with you. I think this Eagles team is super complete. Now, from the AFC, are you like, are you? Where do you rank the Eagles in terms of teams this year? Like, what? Where do you put them in terms of like power rankings? I still put them number one with the Chiefs at two. Okay, that's interesting. I think the Chiefs. Um. I don't know. I'm still not a believer in their defense. I don't think anyone's a believer in their defense. Right. Why should I be after the um, after last week against the Denver Broncos? I mean, good lord. Here, here's my concern with Philadelphia. I, like, I, and I've said this all season long, and I've been very consistent about my Eagles takes. Like, I, I when I watch them beat up against the poor old Titans or the poor old Giants or or just. The Steelers, that was a bad game. Wow. I mean, they're just they're they're beating up on the right. coming. I mean, they they've beaten up on a lot of teams this season, all right? That that Giants game that Giants game was just a mess. All right. Um Yeah. Um, but I look at the Eagles and I'm like, okay, you know, you beat the Colts by one, you beat the Packers by seven, you know, you beat the Texans, you beat the cards by three, like like you, you've had some closer wins, and a win's a win, by the way. I'm not, I'm not t- discrediting that. Yeah, yeah. But my concern is, I look at this team. I'm like, okay, but who have you played? Like, is your bit, is your best win of the season week two versus the Vikings at home? Like, <laughs> when I look at a team and I say, okay, I and I just finished Survivor, so I don't know. It, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of analogize right here, right? All right. In Survivor, right, to win the game, you gotta have some moves. You gotta make some moves and show. The jury, like, hey, here's what I did. Here's why I deserve to win, right? When I'm evaluating a team, especially going into the playoffs, like, and I'm deciding how good is this team, I'm not going to look at, hey, wow, this team beat the brakes off of the Giants because I've said it for weeks. I don't think the Giants are a very good team. So I don't value that as a win. But when I look at the Vikings, I see them, okay, they went into Buffalo and they came back and beat the Bills. I value that as a big win. Josh Allen doesn't 
Right, but but had 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 Dalvin Cook actually not been trashed, they would have scored a touchdown anyways. So I think to me, like it's a moot point. I think the Vikings should have scored on the QB sneak anyways. So the fact that Josh Allen fumbled, kind of, it doesn't really matter. Like how many teams stop a QB sneak on fourth and goal at the the negative at the one inch yard line? Like not that many. And you know, I the point is, is I look at teams, I look at their signature wins. Like I look at Cincinnati, and they were able to beat Kansas City. I look at Buffalo, they beat Kansas City. You know, Kansas City's also gone around and beat some other teams, and they've. They've, they have had some good wins too. And I think when I look at Philadelphia, I look at them and I say, okay. I mean, I like that win over the Cowboys, but that was with Cooper Rush. Like, I'm still waiting. And it's not really, by the way, I, I it's not the Eagles' fault that they haven't really played anybody. And I can't. That's the thing. It's not their fault. It's, it's not their fault the that they haven't played anybody. You can only play what's. You can only play your schedule. Like, you can't play any other teams. So, what I'm really interested to see. Play what's in front of them, and in most cases, they have shown their dominance. Right. Over these teams, except against Jeff Saturday and his Colts team. But okay, well that was a two-game skit where the Eagles were not at a good spot. But I, I will say this. I will say this. But also, that's a two-game stretch where they were not playing their best football, and every team has it. They're not going to play. No, and I'm with you there. But when I when I when I'm evaluating the Eagles, and I'm saying okay. It's great that, you know, you beat the breaks off the Titans. It's great that you beat the breaks off of the Giants. It's great that you put up 40 on the Packers' defense. But I don't know. I mean, listen, you played the Vikings, you know, week two at home on Monday Night Football. Like, I know the Vikings have a crappy defense. But, like, like I want to see – in two weeks, it's going to be a very important game for me judging Eagles-Cowboys, right? I'm and because spe- I think a lot of people are going to be – I think a lot of people are waiting for that signature win like you. That's got to be it. And I think the Listen, if the Eagles to me go down into Dallas, right? And I don't think it just I don't think they have to beat them. Right. If they lose this game, it's not a bad loss. No, it's not a bad loss. I'll be pissed if they lose. But at the same time it's not a horrible loss. I I agree it's not a horrible loss, but I think teams like a team like the Eagles, who hasn't played a whole lot of competition this season. you got to win that game. Not only do I think you should win that game, but I think going into the playoffs, right, you're going to play good teams. Like, the Eagles don't play the Niners this season. They played the Vikings Week 2. Like, those are pretty much the only good teams in the NFC outside of the Cowboys. And they played the Cowboys once, but that was with Cooper Rush. So, like, they really don't have a feel for the best competition yeah. in the NFC. And you look at the teams they played in the AFC, they played the AFC South, and that's by far and away the worst division. So oh, yeah. to me, I look at it and I say, okay, they're not yeah. battle-tested, right? So a team like this is going to need to, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure what to expect because I, I love what they do against bad teams. So the one team in the league that, I mean, Jack, last week you and I were talking and you were like, Eagles, my I was like Eagles minus seven is a lock or something, and and they and they and I knew and they beat the Giants by twenty six points. Like, I just I don't know. I, I'm a little apprehensive with the Eagles just because I haven't seen them play against a team that I'm like okay, but I know that's a good team. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing with that, and the week two win against the Vikings can be discredited all at once. 
But here's the situation. It's going to be like that in the playoffs. If we play you guys in the playoffs, it's going to be a night game. It is going to be in Philly, most likely. And there is going to be a lot on the line. Yeah, now, except here's game, here. I got the difference for you. Game under the lights on Monday Night Football and in Philly. The circumstances are going to be the same. Just like the... You know, Sunday night against the Packers. Yeah, That's but but the difference is Kirk Thuggins is there. Kirk Thuggins. The wins are literally the quality wins are at home, right? I agree. And that's where it's going to be in the future. No, that's NFC most likely will run through the length, so I'm not necessarily worried right now about like, oh, we haven't played this team in this place. It's all gonna be in Philly. It's all set up for you. If you're the Eagles, you have this thing right on a silver platter. Okay. Got to take advantage, and I, I think they will. Uh, you know, but the, the pessimistic side of me is obviously going to be a little cautious. All right. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Now, Jack, final thoughts on the Eagles. Like, what, what would you want to see the Eagles improve on in the last four weeks of the season? What's one thing that you'd like to say? Okay. This outside of the run run defense, right? What's one other thing you want to say about this Eagles team? The offensive line needs to stop taking penalties. Um, it's gotten bad. I didn't see much of the Giants game. Actually, I was at a, a Steelers game, by the way. Fun time, but um, the Titans game, and what was it like nine or ten penalties against the offensive line for false starts, and some a couple were holdings, but mostly false starts. You can't start a play if some dope is going is moving too early. Yeah. I I need them. You need to stop that. I think Sirianni um, or Jonathan Gannon, the O line coach, they got to do something. It's got to get fixed because taking penalties like that at an alarming rate, like they do, is going to cost you playoff games. And they know it. They know it. Kelsey's been in playoff games. Wayne Johnson has been in playoff games. Hey, listen, the Eagles offensive line releasing a new Christmas special. I I think it's going to be great. That. I do love that, though. And by the way, by the way, in that Eagles-Hines game, the Eagles still won that game by 25 points, which is just insane. So Yeah, it, it, it speaks to how great this team is. However, you're going to play even better teams in the playoffs, so you yeah. best be uh, – Best be prepared. All right, well, Jack – Thank you so much for joining us here today. I know you'll be rooting for the Eagles this weekend as they take on the Bears at Soldier Field. Thank you. Thank you all for listening and have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot. Fate of the universe on the line or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala.